0: This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, voice of
1: hope. hope. hope.
2: Hello, wonderful listener, and welcome to today's edition of Healthy You. And God bless you for your time every week. And today we are grateful once again. To have with us our naturopathic doctor, Dr. Maurice Mensah. Doc, thank you for coming.
3: You're welcome, sir.
2: And thank you also for your time with us every week. Today, we're going to continue our discussion about water. It's been two solid weeks of interesting discussions on water, and we're going to continue that today. And doc, today, let's start a discussion from, um, um, let's say I have my pure water, my pure natural water. Do I drink it warm? Or cold because some say if it's cold it's not good some say if it's warm it's not good so what is the best way to ingest or to drink the the pure water that I have
3: okay thank you very much it depends on the situation and the circumstance and the condition I mean the weather condition okay. the temperature zone okay. I believe when you are so much heated in the afternoon, burning a lot of carbon dioxide out of your <laughs> system, burning a lot of fumes, time <laughs> uh, people become very hot. You see them, it's like they are burning fumes out <laughs>
2: <laughs> In suit, on a hot afternoon. <laughs>
3: yes. And then you get to a certain area and you are told to take warm water. You know, it doesn't. When you take it, you know, there are certain things you don't need a professor to to come and teach you that. Your system will teach you that naturally. You don't need any kind of degree to be able to ascertain that, that this very current situation, I need a little cold water to cool down my my system. Seasons, God created them. He created a season where we will feel warmth and hot. A season where we will feel cold and wet. Am I not lying? Mm-hmm. It's am, true. Am I lying? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so since God created those seasons, he made same for substances, mm-hmm. foods, and other stuff. You cannot tell me I'm going to boil pineapple and eat. No matter the situation or the circumstance, you're going to tell me you're going to boil fruit to eat. I get in my point. That is automatically how it should be seen that we don't cook fruits, you eat them like that. And no one is supposed to tell you that. I come to your hum, house, I come visit you, and are, you, are, you are cooking oranges before you, you eat I'll look at you twice. Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> it's it's weird and abnormal, you mm-hmm. know. That would be ridiculous to your intelligence. Are you getting my right. point? But this is the case whereby you feel for the thing. Not that um you 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 are addicted to the substance. Not that you are addicted to it, but it's what you feel for at that particular instant. Are, are you getting my point? Yeah. <clears throat> So there are certain situations, you would take cold water. Mm-hmm. And there are certain instances, you take warm oh, water. What? And it's fine. It's fine. It's a matter of knowing when to take what. Taking right. cold water is not bad, as people generally depict out there. No, 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 no. It depends on when you are taking it. Even in time there about, the weather is so cold, and chilled already. And you don't feel heat or warmth within you. You even feel cold, naturally. Because that, that has been the weather condition throughout the system. Or atmosphere or the environmental wise. And you're still insisting that you want a cold water from the refrigerator. You cannot take room temperature water. Then you have a problem.
2: And funny enough, you finish drinking and you are shivering.
3: You weather is there. You have a problem. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you have a problem. You need to be looked at.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Interesting one there. So, I mean, thank you for, for this education because it's a widespread information out there that cold water is harmful to our health. But doctor has made it clear to us today that when it is hot, when you are heated, you can get a little, of course, if you say we need a little cold water too, it doesn't mean that go and drink something that is extremely cold. Extremely <laughs>
3: cold and chill, then you cannot control your teeth. <laughs> you are know, making your teeth funny and all that, it's not good. <laughs> exactly. And so, moreover, those who are at higher risk of taking frequent cold fluids and substances are those who take in a lot of fat. Okay. As I am sitting here, I make sure I don't take in animal fat and those kind of hydrogenated oils. Are you okay? Okay. Hence, fats cannot form plaques in my arteries uh-huh. because I don't even have those fats. Okay. Are you getting me? Uh-huh. When you have those fats and you are taking cold stuffs, you know, it will create a low temperature for those fats to somehow form plaques okay. in your Arteries, veins, I mean, your blood vessels. Are you getting my point? So, it will will even be advisable not to be taking fat so you can freely take your cold stuffs if you want. Yeah, because uh, comparatively, when you don't take fat, taking cold stuffs you have less effect unless you go the extreme. But with those taking fats, a lot of fats in into the introducing a lot of fat into, into your system. system. They, they, they are at always higher risk okay. of developing those kind of um um atherosclerosis okay. and all you know because of the the fat Different deposits yes in their system and when they take in this um, cold stuffs it will go to, it will give kind of a cold environment which will uh, facilitate um, I mean, the uh, formation. fat formation of uh, plaques Looks with the fats. I, I, I get my point. Sure, yeah. Sure, so sure. It's, it's definitely not wise to be doing that if you think you are a meat eater. Okay. Most importantly, those who have been eating it and at the same time have been drinking it.
2: <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> so if you have been a fat eater, you are a fat-loving person uh be careful with cold water be very careful it's not good for your health all right doc so now let's get into um, um eating and drinking right some say you before you eat two hours or one hour before you eat drink water some say no, no 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 don't just finish eating and wait an hour or two later and then drink water and they say oh no, no as you eat you can be drinking in between meals it's fine or you can even be drinking juice when you are eating what is the best practice when it comes to eating and drinking?
3: Okay. Before then, uh, when you eat any oily food, and you wash your hands with cold water, what do you see? Okay. that's
2: That, that effect of the oil still yeah. around your, your the fingers. Yeah.
3: The, the 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 water wouldn't be able to wash off the, the fat. oil, yeah. the fats. But when you take warm water, what happens? Even at times, without soap, soap, the warm water is able to melt the oil away. Are you getting it? That's why in the morning, you need warm water. And then, afternoon, you will take in something cold to neutralize the hotness or whatever in the system. So those who have been eating fat and at the same time been drinking cold water, the feeling you have on your hands, when you pour the cold water in your oily hand, that is what happens in your system. And when all those things coagulate, forming plaques together with the blood,
2: You're digging your own grave.
3: Exactly, you go too soon. That's why you see they're going too soon. <laughs> Some other time, I saw I saw the poster and it was, oh Lord, why? <laughs> <laughs> i would rather asking God why. What a shock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to the question, you know. All right. It is true. I once wrote an article on that. Okay. Um, drinking water whilst eating is a bad practice, very bad practice. Okay. I used to do that. When I studied and learned that it isn't good for the system, I stopped. Gradually, I was able to stop entirely. But you have people they will be giving you a lot of excuses. Hey, it's difficult. When, when, you, when you are eating, the urgency is there to take water and all that. If the urge is too deep to take in water whenever you are eating, it means you have to check your water intake. Okay. When you are free and not eating, you don't take water. So when you feel thirsty, only when you are about to eat, you have <laughs> to check your intake of water very well. There's a problem. It's a problem for you. When you are eating, you don't need to take in any fluid okay. when you are eating. There's only one fluid I have learned of. And for enzymatic reactions purposes, only why you will be advised to take that fluid whilst eating. And that is lemonade. Okay. I'm not talking about artificial lemonade. I'm talking about I'm naturally sure. prepared lemonade. Lemonade prepared naturally with lemons, juice, water, and honey. That is what I've known that whilst eating, you can drink. drink. Even with that, not a a, a soupy food. A food that you are eating with soup. Soup. Even with a lemonade. Because it's a food that already has fluid. But when you eat, there shouldn't be too much fluid surrounding the food in your tummy, your GI system will have to work to kind of clear off all the fluids surrounding the food you have eaten before it starts acting properly on the food. The food. okay. So you drink water and then in five minutes you start eating. The water is not gone. It's still there. It's still in your stomach. Mm-hmm. It will take like about 30 minutes on, uh, onwards before it will be flushed out of your stomach. So I can advise that assumption that when you're taking water, after 30 minutes, then you can and eat. Okay. And then when you eat, an hour onwards, you can take water. Okay. I say an hour because when there's no fluid to interfere with the enzymatic reactions and the work of the internal HCL, the internal hydrochloric acid then in an hour's time if you have a good digestive system all things being equal in an hour's time you can take water and there's nothing wrong with that but drinking water whilst eating one you dilute the HCO which your system will secrete to come and act and digest the food you have eaten. Hence, it comes along with indigestion, it comes with heartburns and a lot of stress. So I don't advise people to be drinking water whilst eating or drinking any fluid whilst eating. Drink it 30 minutes after you eat or you eat and an hour's time you, you start taking your fluids. That's the perfect time. Okay, okay. Interesting. Thank you. Now,
2: um, sorry, one last point before we we wrap up on our show. Um, Can you drink water in such a way that you feel sick? Can you overdrink water, if I should put it? Can you overdrink water because we speak of water intoxication. So what is water intoxication? How should we avoid that? Because like you said, we should drink at least three liters of water Every day. Maybe I don't have anything to measure, but I've drunk and my body has had more than enough, but I feel like water is important, so I keep on drinking. So tell us, what is water intoxication and, and, and how do we avoid that? Let
3: me tell you one genuine truth about this theory. Huh? <laughs> when you are taking water, at a particular time, and you take it properly, but in many frequencies. What I mean is, you took probably 500 ml of water, and then an hour and a half time, you took 500 ml. Two hours, 500. An hour and a half, 500. And it's not like you are taking a letter per time to probably burden your and tummy, your, your stomach, or your kidneys. When you take plenty water at a particular time, that is when you place burden on your organs, okay. such as your kidneys, uh, your, your urinary bladder. You place burdens on them, Okay, taking a lot of water at a, uh, a specific time. And then you could see your stomach or your tummy will be portrayed <laughs> because you've taken more than necessary. Yeah. That is when it is not healthy. Okay. But for you to take smaller frequencies severally within the day, there's nothing like water intoxication. Okay. Because when you take it, your system will work on it, which will take the needed amount. And the rest, if it doesn't want it it will come out as urine. That is why when you increase the frequency of your intake, your frequency of urination is also increased. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't bring any problem. Just that you need to make sure that you possess healthy kidney, which can always handle it if you are taking plenty. (laughs) So that you give you what you want, and then the others will be discarded out. Yeah. That is why we have the excretory organs. So, if you have excretory organs, you need not to measure specifically what you are supposed to take. Listening to your body, listening to your system. When you feel thirsty, drink water. Not too large a quantity that your system cannot contain at a time, no. But you take like 300 to 500 ml at a time. 300 to 500 ml at a time. That everyone's body can contain. And then in between, you can be sipping, taking smaller, you know, flashings. That's all. Okay. All right. That has been my point always. I've never seen anyone, you know, with these kind of issues that they are trying to propagate and all that. What I believe is, in as much as you have the respiratory system, when the system takes the adequate amount of water, it needs the excess; it expels it out through your respiratory organs, mm-hmm. and that's all. And yours is just to have healthy organs, that all.
2: Okay, all right. Thank you very much for for that advice. And and so please, keep on drinking, okay? Drink, but at regular intervals and enough. Don't overburden your tummy and the internal organs by, by, by drinking so much water. It's not going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit anybody. Once again, thank you very much, Dr. Morris. You're welcome, sir. And let me repeat, Dr. Morris is an orthopathic doctor. And also, thank you, my dear listener, for your time on the show today as well. And I I know very well that you've been blessed by the discussion that we had today. God willing, next week, join us on the show for another wonderful and interesting discussion. A healthy you, a healthy me, a healthy world. Shalom.
1: A-W-R. For
4: you are welcome again to Present Truth. Like I told you in our previous sermon, trust and depend on God. This is part two of trust and depend on God. In part one, we talk about trusting the Lord with all our hearts and that we should not rely on our own understanding. In part two, we are going to continue. But before that, let us bow down our hearts and pray before we read the word of God. Heavenly Father, we invite you into our homes. We invite you into our living rooms. Talk to us. Speak through your servants and to your people who are listening. Help us to listen to your word and do it. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to read our scripture again in... Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. In our previous discussion, in our previous sermon, we talked about only verse 5. But I want to read verse 5 again for emphasis. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean on unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. This, uh, I want to talk to you that, In all your ways acknowledge God. You see, sometimes we make a mistake. We want to see God's face when we have not seek Him in all, acknowledge Him in our ways. Proverbs chapter sixteen, verse twenty-five tells us that there is a way that slippeth right unto a man. In all your ways, acknowledge God. Bring all your decisions to God in prayer. Use the Bible as your guide. Follow God's leading. In all your ways, acknowledge God. Who shall rule me? For who Impo, position we open. See God's approval. See God's counsel. Baby, I open so croon. A countryona open so utiano. See God's counsel. See God's, 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 God's approval. And the second part of verse six tells us that, and He shall direct thy paths. Or no, any objectine waquen. God will make your path straight by guiding and protecting you if you acknowledge him in all your ways. You see, sometimes we want God to direct our path by forgetting the first three um, issues. He says, trust in me with all your heart. We must trust him. And then we must rely on him, not on our own understanding. Then we must acknowledge him. If we do that, then God will direct our power. Hallelujah. Friends, our God is a promise-keeping God. But for every promise of God, there is a condition. To receive God's guidance and protection, we must acknowledge Him in all our ways. ye This means uh, we must turn our life to Him. And Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. What is your all other things? You see, sometimes we, all, we want the all other things, forgetting that we must seek first the kingdom of God. But when the things are going smooth, then we forget to trust in the Lord. We forget to rely on Him. We forget to seek Him in all. We forget to acknowledge Him. I want to ask you a series of questions. Question number one. In what areas of your life have you not acknowledged God? So That area. You have not acknowledged God. You are not giving that area to God. It is in that area of your life that you have not acknowledged God, which will cause your downfall, which will cause your defeat. And eventually, you will lose eternal life. Friends, it is time to trust in the Lord. He is trustworthy. You can depend on him. What he says, he means it, and he means what he says. To bring this sermon to a close, I want to repeat my text again. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not Unto thy own understanding, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. May the Lord bless you, that you will heed to his counsel, that you will obey his word, that you will learn to trust him with all your heart, and that you will not rely on your own understanding, and that in all your ways you will acknowledge him. Then he will fulfill his path. He will protect you. He will direct you. He will guide you. In the ways of difficulties, in times of trouble, in times of anxiety. May God be with you. May God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus 15 You can also email us at the address adventistworldradiogh at gmail.com adventistworldradiogh at gmail.com You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists P.O. Box K.S. 17564 Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you.
1: AWR Ghana, voice of, hope. Voice of hope.